0: It started with a city. A city above and a city below. One bleached by the sun, weathered and decayed. The other held wonders and artifacts of life before the fractured void. Your adventure is called forward with a simple call for aid. What path you choose will shape how the story is told. Will your path lead you into the mist and forest? Or have you delved into the ruined city of Byway, searching for ancient artifacts and cyphers? Will you grow close to those who live in the city or strive for power?
1: Hey everybody, I'm Sarah Roberts or the hype goblin. I will be playing Clever Jack tonight. We both use she/her pronouns and she is our Clever Jack.
0: Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Emma or Sarah Santa on Twitch, and I will be playing Hyacinth Fabra. Uh, slightly more coordinated than other people Nano, but also not great.
1: I might die. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is
0: rude. The i is <laughs> <I'm>
1: still warm. <laughs> You're not wrong, but did you just say it like that?
3: <laughs> oh, and are you she, they, Hyacinth, you stay? Dark greetings, everyone. I'm Velvet. I use they/them pronouns, and I'll be playing Ashlot, who uses they, them pronouns, and is our resident robot Amazon.
4: Hey, folks. It's me, Sir Heckelot, or Sarah, either one. Um, I use she, they pronouns, and tonight I'm playing Viridia, the clever glint who entertains, who uses she, her pronouns, um, and has a lot of thoughts. It's doing a concern. We're doing a hecking concern tonight. Uh, <laughs> let's take it over to our lovely GM.
2: And I am Jen, and I will be the GM for tonight. I, use she, her pronouns. As there will be no more readings from Emily's diaries, let's just dive into it with our recap. After solving a puzzle with a wandering robot, the group had left the desert after exploring the rest of the cavern and opening the tomb of Emily. They offer auto- items to a table in order to go home. Wounded, tired, and just wanting to sort things out, the party finds themselves in a familiar-looking lab space. They traverse and start to leave this particular space. Jack stumbles as Hyacin kind of stays behind with her, as the other two, Viridia and Ashlop, manage to hide in ex- in these alcoves where they are have pressed themselves against the door. When Jack starts to get up, a friendly hand offers to pull them up and help them to their feet. And there, we see Nate, the ever-smiling shopkeeper. He welcomes all and promptly stabs Jack. After this, Nate kind of pulls the knife out, twirling it over in his hands, looking at the blade. And as you do that... It's under your intelligence, so under your intelligence check, Hyson, what are you doing?
0: Honestly, just as soon as I see him pull the knife out, I'm going to use Onslaught, just immediate, just blast of light time.
4: him. Tell I me mean, what Onslaught does.
3: Uh, that is just, uh, straight for damage, I believe. Uh, that was a failure for those at home, and, uh, I am beyond happy to invite that GM intrusion
2: all right you're kind of pressed up against this door and you kind of turn to see if there's anything you can see behind you and, and as you do so uh crocodile kind of sleeps out of your arms and does a very um small dog prance you know that have that shoulder wiggle that small dogs seem to all have and kind of jumps in front of the encroaching guards and kind of sits down the guards stop, look at Crocodog, and their eyes go from where Crocodog is sitting towards you. They've noticed you. And the guards start to approach you, Ashalot. As Nate is recovering from the blast, staggering back, Jack, you are on your feet, but bleeding. What are you doing, Viridia? Um,
4: I mean, do I hear any of the commotion that's going on? Oh yeah,
2: this place is not a quiet place at all.
4: Great, cool. Yeah, I guess I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do this. Even though she succeeded, she like kind of like stumbled on into this alcove and was just kind of like on her knees, like just kind of waiting to see what was- what was gonna happen next. After hearing that two of her friends are now in pretty big trouble, especially after hearing Nate's voice say such troubling things, I think she's gonna go like right on out of that alcove see what's going on and uh is going to use one of the fancy new ciphers that she just got it is a cipher called extra time yeah it is a uh worn thing so uh, she kind of turns one of the rings on her ring fingers the effect is the user gains up to three extra rounds after using his action to activate this device time slows down And he can take up to three additional actions while the rest of the world seemingly stands still. He can make attacks, make a move, make a recovery roll, or take any other action allowed him. Actions are resolved normally. However, this process takes a toll. For every extra action he takes, user uh, suffers three points of damage. (laughs) Stopping this time, it's, it's going to be very strange at first. Just looking at everything completely frozen even like the air <laughs> seems different and Verea is going to get like closer to the rest of uh the the commotion happening in the hallway use the first action um with uh using a second cypher uh, that i also got last session actually before i use this is it uh, allow to use injectors on other, uh, people?
2: For NPCs, I will allow it as the DM can grant that, and NPCs are kind of a weird space, but yes, I will allow it on NPCs. If it's a PC, I would just... Um, but yeah, no, this is- this is something that I want to
4: use on Nate, so... Okay. <laughs> All good. Um...
2: Yes, I should clarify anything you guys want to do to my NPCs, short of murder-hoboing them without reason. They started it. free to do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't fall
4: under what the if murder- they
0: murder-hobo. What murder us?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: this stab is much less lethal, let's just say. It's much less lethal. <laughs> um yes. But yeah, um, I'm going to use the second cipher, which is uh, a mind control implant. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you at home, uh, the cipher consists of two devices, an injection or pill, and a control disc or temporary tattoo. Um, so I would have, like, basically the master side of this, um, probably to temp tat somewhere. Um, I'll describe that later. Uh, they're usually found together for 10 minutes. The disc or tattoo enables long-range mental communication with and control of anyone who took the injection or pill. The controller can bid the target creature do anything it could do normally. Um, so that was action one, so I'll, I'll take the damage for that once I'm done with the three. Uh, because I'm probably going to take all three here. Um... The second action is- is it, like, even if time is frozen, can I, like, move Jack, like, away? <laughs>
2: that would count as your second action.
4: Okay, yeah, I'll do that easily. Second action, I'm going to mm-hmm. get Jack out of the near vicinity of this man with the knife with the is doing a like command with this mind control thing. A, another action or like what
2: does it say specifically within the cipher if it's a major or minor action? Um it doesn't say that. Okay. I would say because it is a verbal thing. I would say because you are taking the action to initialize it to move Jack, I would say would be a third action.
4: Fully prepared to take that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. Um will that. And with uh, my third action, uh, I am just going to say, Knight, call off these guards. As
2: Nate kind of pulls himself off the wall and this mind device kind of takes hold of him. I would say, because you are closer to him and highest, and you would also make this same roll, make me an intelligence perception-seeking perceiving of whatever follows under your skill tree within that set.
0: Uh, 23.
2: Nice. 12. I would say you would both notice there is something of a oil slick sheet wave kind of radiating almost as if there's another image on top of Nate kind of radiating off his left shoulder. His eyes are a bit strange. His mannerisms are a bit jerky and not his usual smoothness. And as this device kind of takes hold, there's a momentary pause as you can almost see multiple minds working within Nate and I would say it works on two of the things inhabiting Nate's body Nate himself and Nathaniel but will not work on the third as they are technically there but not there in the sense a virus is there but not there Mm -hmm. but since Nate has control over his body he will say all right, and he'll turn towards the guards and see Crocodile kind of tilts his head a bit and say, "You can all go away now." The guards pause, and Ashla, as you see one start to reach towards you, stops and withdraws. And you, Ashla, also see this kind of strange rainbow oil slick coloration kind of radiating off of one of their shoulders as they retreat, leaving you four and Nate. Crocodog has rolled over and wants belly rubs Oblivious to the danger around them
3: <laughs> That's just him wisely Defusing the situation
2: Oh to be a Crocodog
4: <laughs> But don't forget your damage There, the idea. That was nine, ouchie
2: That was gamble and a half
4: <laughs> Yeah, I was like This is going to be On basically one or two rolls But it's fine <laughs>
2: But there is a moment of reprieve as Nate has ten minutes of control under your sway, Viridia. But the third being that's struggling against this control is making itself very known as it seems to try to separate from Nate. Well, now that that's all settled,
4: what is going on? Oh, you know, just trying not to die. Jack
1: says that she's bunt over where (laughs) Uh, Viridia left her
0: it's just kind of has a moment of being like, wait, how, you were over How are you in the. No? Anyway, <laughs> but that ju- is just, okay, so what the fuck was that, Nate? And just uh, holds up one hand still, kind of glowing with the golden light they just shot him with. Good answer, please.
2: And the strangeness in his eyes kind of seems to filter in and out as pies, and you start to become aware of a sixth entity that's trying to take up a space next to Nate and it's strange you're not entirely sure how you would process this and I would all need you to make me an intelligence check as you witness this thing
0: Could I roll understanding Numenera on that?
2: Yeah if you have that skill you can
0: Oh I very much have that skill
2: 18
4: let's go Uh, 14 Nice 17. All right. What, did you roll, that
3: I was debating whether or not to roll because uh, my int is kind of trash, but let's go.
4: You can always try.
3: <laughs> uh, th- that is a solid two for folks at home.
2: <laughs> all right. Don't worry, we were going to take the average on this roll.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah,
2: you did pretty good. Uh, you all kind of perceive this form. It's hard to comprehend... What can only be described as an eldritch being. It's the best way to describe this thing. There's really no scientific reason or concept or logic to apply to it other than the word eldritch. And it's made up of lines and some of you start to realize it's a nervous system flickering and sparking, forming a body, maybe? You assume it's trying to mimic a body and you see what looks to be patterns of light flickering in and out and moving across what looks to be some sort of deep cosmic space. You've encountered something like this before, but it was hiding in a body of another person, confronting you, wanting to know what you were doing and it addresses you now as it tried to before. The star-wretched a virus of the star-touched maiden speaks to you. We were so close. So close. Ah, well, three days remain, right? As it laughs and cackles and electric kind of fizzles across the floor.
0: So close to what?
2: So close to keeping it all the same. But you've messed it up.
4: Well, it's a good thing, too, because do you really think... You really think the murder of someone is really worth it
2: all? Our wretch tilts its head at you. Yes. Always worth it.
1: So you like the fact that the world gets pulled apart and everyone loses their memory.
2: world stays safe. She told us so and we know it's so
1: and we are safe. Can I roll something in my programming ability to see if I can separate this thing from Nate?
2: By all means.
1: There's a clever ability, Uh, you are trained in all tasks involving identifying or assessing danger, lies, quality, importance, function, or power. Could I figure out functionally how this thing is taking
2: Nate over? Yeah, by all means. Okay, Uh, that's a nine. Nate is part cyborg and viruses that are programmable tend to seek out other programmable electronics electronics as a whole or something that they can have a host in much like a biological virus needs a host and you probably guessed because nate nathaniel was a guide ai once upon a time created by the star touch made in that his programming is not absolutely secure uh, what i do to still have pat 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 Jack's gonna call for uh,
1: <laughs> Pat. Right. Um, I don't remember what did what did Pat change their name to. Pam. Pam. Okay, well.
4: She'll call Pam.
3: <laughs>
1: She'll call both names.
2: Yeah. Pamela. It- <laughs> Patricia.
3: <laughs>
2: There's a brief moment before you see this. Streaking fury of a metal ball, kind of race past you, bounce off the wall next to you, and then go slide back past Ashalet before kind of rolling in at your feet.
1: I'm here. Can you stop one of the Star-Touched Maiden's corrupted star wretch viruses?
2: Need a part, but
1: I can try. I will not throw you into a trash compactor if you can save Nate.
2: I'm on the ground for a moment like a top before kind of looking to the rest of you what about the rest of you
0: she won't throw any of us into a trash and patcher or
2: there's a sagely nod okay he kind of rolls over to nate as he's kind of stumped down against the ground looking a bit dazed but the connection between the star wretched and him is still fairly strong and there's a moment before you kind of... I would say, Viridia, you have a knack for sensing danger. And before you know what... Just some little second before Pam throws themselves at this connection, you realize maybe you shouldn't be near this when this happens. I'm just kind of walking
4: on back. <laughs> we are like, hey, you know, we, we probably shouldn't be that close to it. Oh, yeah, good point. Someone's gonna have to help me
3: walk. Uh, I can carry Jack.
2: Ashla, you basically pick Jack up like they're nothing. Princess, carry me. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> but you all back away, and Pam being Pam, the less eloquent it is, the better it is for them, and they'll throw themselves at this connection. And much like a electrical fire, there's a beautiful spark of blue and white, and... An awful smell of burning wires and copper before you see the star wretch kind of fizzle out, collapse and kind of scatter like electricity across the ground before it fizzles out. And Nate kind of slumps over, passed out.
0: Well, that worked better than I think any of us were expecting.
1: Yeah, Pam is no more. We'll pour one out for Pam next time we go to the tavern,
4: if it still exists.
0: Hey, you might. I never promised not to throw them in a trash compactor.
4: That's fair. In any case, we gotta get out of here. Are you... everyone good to get out? should probably take Nate, right?
0: I mean, if he's... you know, if if that was the stabbing part of him gone, do we need to get out of here, or should we just, like, wake him up and talk to him and see where we are?
1: I could l- really use a rest. <laughs> Maybe find somewhere more comfortable than a lab. yeah. So Damsons, then? Or just somewhere with a comfortable chair.
0: Tell you what, let's head to Townsend's and if we see a chair on the way,
3: we are late.
1: Okay, I'm like just it. gonna... I'm just gonna lean into Ashlot here. Everything hurts. Jack doesn't care where we are at this point. <laughs> so long as <laughs> it's enough. not right here. That's fair.
0: Uh, Viridia, give me a hand with this one and they will just got go you. to start picking up Nate.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not gonna look sus at all, just carrying Nate.
3: <laughs> Not remotely, just the so weekend of bodies. Put him on the swivel chair and just drag him around. We'll like <laughs> weekend weekend of Bernies. <laughs> so I'm um, pleased to tell this episode of Weekend and Nate.
2: So you make your way towards He's uh, oh, a Nate's heavier than he looks. for a skinny noodle guy. He he he's about four four toddler, weight more than he should be. And it's a bit awkward, because you do draw some attention between carrying Jack and carrying Nate, and people just kind of step out of your way, kind of not wanting to do anything with you. And as you make your way to Tamson's, there's some curious gathering out in front of their house. And as you approach, you see Tamson. And they seem to be directing people which way to go. And you see that they are sisters of the Watch. And as you approach, tampson kind of pauses and leans down to one to say something before pulling you all towards them.
0: And yeah, just kind of take the lead still. You've got Nate up on one, one shoulder and just like, so he's going well here as well. Do I
2: want to know? Probably. Right. They turn around and push the door open to their house and kind of nod inwards. Wait! Check for virus. You see Tamsin's eyebrows work. <laughs> Jack
1: is just <laughs> noodle arm pointing at Tamson. Tamson's also part cyborg.
2: I don't have a biological deficiency at the moment. Nope. Nope. Computer virus. Not bio. Oh. I don't think I have a computer virus at the moment.
0: That is what someone with a virus would say. Yeah, I'm just like, we don't have time for this, and I'm just going (laughs) to use mind reading on them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You mind read, and Tamsin's very confused. It's obvious they have no idea what's going on. They don't know what's going on at the surface at the moment, and they're just seeing a half-passed out Nate, a very injured Jack, and the three of you just kind of there at their door again and they're, you hear the thought of I don't have enough cheese for this So compassionate <laughs> Rude
0: So yeah, they just give her, to, not her, yeah They give Tamsin a hard look, just their eyes flashing a few times and just, she's fine can we go in now? I don't know what they make this, these guys out of, but my god is he heavy
2: Lovely titanium and a mix of alloyed steel
0: that was rhetorical. Interesting, but it was rhetorical.
2: Simpson just kind of glances at all of you before heading in. They're still processing the scene in front of them. Yeah, well, of these days we'll walk in on a normal basis, but today's not that day. <laughs> I would be very concerned if you ever come to my house on a normal basis.
0: I mean, look at the four of us. Do we seem normal? No. Rhetorical less interesting
2: you can just kind of put them on the floor or the couch, sofa, beds
0: I'll call a doctor
2: thank you so Yeah, mm-hmm. just kind of
0: march him in and dump them on the couch
2: <laughs> he
0: flops on the couch and
2: wherever you wish to go Jack, there's a secondary couch and ask a lot wherever you want to put Jack, you can put her
3: I'll put Jack on whatever the good couch is Yeah,
2: the good couch is a nice, comfy kind of, you sing in nice, bone deep, uh, kind of comfortable couch.
1: Yes, after that warm reception put me on the one that bleeding all over will be most inconvenient <laughs> I approve of this passive
3: aggressive mood If you bleed on it, it's yours I mean
1: Hey, that's how I got most of my stuff in my apartment <laughs>
2: <laughs> So what next? Tell me what the shit happened, as Tamsin puts down cheese, food, and what looks to be a wine of some sort.
3: Oh, damn, the whole chitruder board. Do
2: you have any bandages? Yep. Cool. Yeah, Wayne away and comes back with a very large
1: first aid kit and sets it down. Jack will start bandaging herself up. Well, Nate stabbed me, but it wasn't actually Nate,
0: so... I mean, it was literally Nate, but... I mean, it
1: it was Nate, but Nate was under the control of a a virus, hence the virus check. I mean, we don't know
0: that. We know Nate was under the control of a virus, Nate stabbed you. We don't know the two are necessarily connected. I'm just... I'm imagining a world where it's possible to want to stab you without having your mind controlled. And it's imaginable. I've lost too much
1: blood to be mean to you right now. So, that happened.
0: And that's how I went.
1: You have not won. Uh, then there... The pyramid things in the sky. Gotta explain that one. The world's getting reset if we don't stop it, right?
4: Back to my you- nose. What <laughs> are they called again?
0: You've not been up top in a while, have you?
2: I don't really go up top.
0: Yeah. Big floating black pyramids in the sky. Yeah,
2: Reality, reality disruptors. Reality disruptors.
0: Yeah.
2: The Star
1: Touch Maiden has been resetting humanity for ages. Like, full on reset. Like, there are places on the map that should be there that the whole continent's just gone. You just get to a certain point and oop, no more. And Rage was trying to stop it, but Emily. Was persuaded by the Star Touch Maiden? I don't know, I'm a little fuzzy on that. But...
4: World goes kaput in less than three days. And what's worse is it looks like the Star Touch Maiden, or at least the wretches that have come from her, are getting more and more insistent that we don't do that. That we don't make a decision to maybe not have that happen. That's what that whole run-in with Nate ended up being the recordings,
1: it generally sounded like they enjoy the control they have over us.
2: Explains why the sisters from the surface can't come down here. We've lost contact with the surface about two hours ago. Okay, that's... That being said, we are sending people to the surface via walking and going through the side tunnels, but it will take a few hours.
0: Well, that's not concerning at all. In fact, thinking about it, we have even less than three days because didn't it say? Go back home and lose a day? Did we choose the option
1: where we lose or gain a day?
0: I don't have that because
2: written down. Choose the option where
1: you lose a day.
0: Yeah, because it was gain a day and the city pays for it.
1: So two
2: days now, right? That's so the- how three days. Technically, it's still the same day. <laughs> gotcha, okay. You've just been doing a lot in this day.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's been busy. Anyways, we, we have all of the stars, except for Rage, who's apparently in the Oblivion Observatory, which is where we are working towards going after a very, very long
0: nap. And I mean, we saw our way to get there, didn't we? Did we? The T'Clesians had a Thing to get there, I thought. I am now doubting myself.
2: do dumb, but you do? I would say to recall a memory. Mm-hmm. Roll me a intelligence. Intellect.
0: Oh, hey, what if I literally have a skill on remembering things I previously heard?
2: Amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 13.
2: You recall in one of the visions the stars had provided that there was a point on the surface that kind of jumped and leapt to where you needed to go next. And it's not in your mother's garden. It was a bit higher
0: up. Yeah, we, we said there was a way to get there back up on the surface. So I guess after a bit of a rest, it's tunnel time.
1: That sounds like something you say to a toddler.
0: I try not to send toddlers into toddlers. I did it once, and everybody told me it was weird.
1: I had a little collapsible one when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, this this this, this was more of the thousand-year-old concrete one. That is weird. I mean, they came out again eventually. I'm gonna stop talking now.
2: It, all right. You see, Tamson starting to reach for a notepad, but stops. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, I'll start sending people to the evacuation points if the city's under threat. Um, I'll send a relay to the sisters who are reaching the surface to do the same. We should be able to secure the majority of people within these points within a day and a half. The city will be safe, if anything.
1: I don't think the city will exist if we fail.
2: We'll start the relay as soon as you all get some food and get some rest. Now I have to reestablish connection. I will be about, but be busy. Food's in the fridge, as Tamsin kind of stands and goes to the oven, pulls up some fresh bread and sets it to cool. That's for me. Don't eat it. Let's go towards their office. Is it all for you? Yes.
1: Happy you're safe too, Tamsin. Well, I don't know if it's the blood loss or all the traveling we've done, but I am very tired. Probably both. Yeah, probably.
0: But mostly the first one.
1: Um, do we need to sleep in shifts to watch him? She points to Nate.
0: Do you know I've forgotten who was that?
4: (laughs) That might not be a horrible idea. For for,
0: for the record, Hyacinth is literally sitting next to (laughs) him.
4: Uh, <laughs> Don't worry.
1: Once someone stabs you, they are very, very aware of where they are at all times.
0: All right. I guess I'll take the first watch then. Go.
3: Go sleep. I can take all the watches. The rest even of you better. Go I will sleep. also go sleep.
2: <laughs> the mortals have to sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Most of the night passes really quietly. Tamson does stay up to conduct their business. They are the head of the watch. They have a lot to do. But every now and then, when Jack is asleep, they'll come over, change the blankets out, change out the bandages, and make sure everything is fine. and you see somebody bring in what is essentially a blood transfusion bag and they will help Jack recover a bit more before Tamson resumes their duties. You get the sense Tamsin is very work-focused, and to take breaks like this is a bit obscure for them. But they are trying. But morning will come, and make sure you mark your ten hours. You have a night of recovery.
3: No. Nice.
0: There's a lot about the character that I'm just like, cool, get those points, plow them all immediately into intellect.
2: <laughs> yeah morning comes, and while Tamson hasn't quite returned, there is a semblance of a breakfast. A lot of proteins, a lot of things that would promote recovery in that person's body. And, uh, uh, Jen? Yes?
3: Real quick. Uh, so, my cacophony blade was uh, damaged when I tried yes. to use it to pry open the tomb. Yes. Uh, I have a, the repair handheld device. Uh, would I be able to use that over the course of the rest to remove that flaw?
2: i would say so just uh make a general roll to see how much you repair back okay it's not gonna be an exceptionally high number to be because you have a repair kit
3: cool uh what am i just rolling like a d20 or
2: yeah just a d20 just to see how much of the flaw is either removed or removed altogether
3: uh that was an 18 for folks at home
2: I would say with an 18, you are able to work the flaw out of your weapon and are able to make sure it doesn't do damage to
3: you. Choice.
2: So you have breakfast, you have what looks to be the bread that Tamson was saving for themselves, cut up and put on each of your plates. Even a plate for a crocodile is set out. <laughs> and Nate slept through the night. He still hasn't really woken up, he seems exhausted. You know, I wonder
4: if, uh, if it was that virus that was like, overclocking his system in general. Like, this has been here for a long time. Maybe.
0: Mm. I mean, it would make sense that or I zapped him harder than I thought I did. Oh, hey, I knew they wouldn't need all that bread, and they just immediately broke. <laughs> go <over. laughs>
3: They've got some metal in them, they'll be fine.
2: Uh, the bread's a nice basil bread. <laughs> What do you do now? The morning has come and you have two days left.
4: Alright, anything we want to do before going up to the surface? Sleep for another 24 hours.
0: I'm going to vote against that. And apparently we're tied. Okay. Uh, So I'm going up to the surface.
1: Uh, I think it... Jack is still considered impaired, just so everyone's aware in case we get into a fight. I think most of
2: you are considered impaired.
1: Yeah, It would take another 10 hours for... Jack to fully recover Oh we can go I can't guarantee I won't be A problem in a fight but I can try
3: Anyone have any loose ends need to wrap up here We might not come back from the observatory Nah no, all of mine are up there
1: Fine. One of mine's passed out there and the other one is I, I don't know where they went I, I don't
0: know I mean before we go we should probably Try and wait this one up See if he's got anything else to tell us
1: not a bad idea. Hang on. With a groan, Jack's gonna get up off the couch and go over to Nate. Does mechanically speaking, um, mm-hmm. does the uh, cybernetic part of him look to be okay and in functioning order?
2: You'd have to turn him over, as his cybernetic side's on his left side, and that's where he's sleeping. He has his face kind of pressed up against the uh, cushion. Ashlot,
1: can you? Flip him. I don't need the fleshy part. Him. I need the
3: the <laughs> other part. I'll flip them.
2: All right. You you flip. How delicately do you flip this boy over?
3: <laughs> Someone flip a coin for me.
2: <laughs> Ashla, right. we, we need Nate to
1: wake up.
3: Heads, <laughs> heads. All right. I I will flip them gingerly.
2: You flip them gingerly and even with a ginger touch, uh, Nate kind of protests but wakes up slowly and when you put him on his side he kind of just squints at all of you opening his eyes. One eye is blue, the other one is kind of a deep green color now, kind of sparking in its socket.
1: All right, who's in there today? Nate, Nathaniel, or both? There's a pause.
2: Nathaniel. Nate's still sleeping them back i was sleeping for a while it's nice to be back
1: nathaniel is the human nathaniel is the cyborg the cyborg okay um how much of do you how much do you remember of what went down
2: well i remember one of my associates coming to the shop we talked for a while and then i dreamed of stars until this very moment when I was rudely waken, woken up, kind of looks up at Ash a lot. So you don't remember stabbing me? I don't remember much, but I think I remember stabbing you. That's rather memorable.
1: Uh, Oh, okay. Who was the associate that came to see you? Someone you
2: talked to regularly? Were they acting strange? There's a pause and you can almost see the tick behind their eyes as they kind of process the information. And they say... An associate I regularly converse with. They were normal by all means, and now I'm here.
1: You were taken over by a star wretch.
2: Nasty little viruses. Yeah. Bad aim, though. They didn't hit anything important, apparently. Hmm. I'm guessing it was more to debilitate you and delay you rather than to outright kill you. Well, it got really close to the ladder, so, you know... You know, the glowing eyes and I made the Star Ratchet as a pet project a long, long time ago. They were very nice, and then Mother kind of took over for a bit. The Star Maiden? Yes.
1: You don't happen to have any tips on how to stop her, do you? Not outright,
2: but as we are all bound to our programming, you could simply just outmaneuver her. She is following her code, despite it getting a bit wonky. Outmaneuver her. Jack's
1: gonna look at the others. How do we do that?
0: Essence just like puts a bit of bread down. So what you're saying is your brilliant tip for defeating her is just be smarter.
2: I mean, a you don't have to be <laughs> smarter. You just have to be clever, patient.
0: I mean, patience is in short supply. don't know if you heard, we're kind of on a time limit.
2: I mean, he kind of thinks her program is to ensure your safety, as mine was once upon a time. She's not really diverged from that. She's manipulated it into what she thinks is safety. She cannot prevent free
0: will. Okay, now that actually is useful.
2: Simply make sure you get to that vault or the observatory on time. Is the plan. You can outsmart a computer. Logic is something they
0: hinge themselves on.
2: Humans are the chaos we thrive upon but cannot understand.
0: I mean, saying that sounds like a lot of humans, I know.
2: Hmm, and you're also wonderful for it. So we need to up the chaos... That's just a suggestion or a guidance I suppose
0: are you doing the I know more than I'm saying I know I'm just not allowed to tell you because there are Quote unquote rules thing again
2: No I'm literally just saying Go call chaos
0: oh, Okay I can do that
2: But I wanted you to come to that Conclusion on your own because you are All oh, quite brilliant but Anyways have fun I want to see how it turns out I'm going to eat this entire House free
0: of its food all right. As he says, that has just kind of discreetly taken the rest of the bread. Just like, <laughs> not that. <bad.
1: laughs> what kind of ciphers are currently in your shop? Anything that could disrupt a computer program?
2: Or at least make it hard to function? Mm, not my shop. But my wife's home has something like that. It was an emergency we put in place some time ago.
1: All right. Eat up, you're taking us there as repayment for not turning you into a crushed in can for attempting to kill me.
2: I can't move, I'm quite eat- literally eating my breakfast, it's fine.
1: Jack's gonna pat him on the shoulder and then go get some of the fresh bread from the kitchen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you go to get the fresh bread and find it's gone, Heisen and snuck it away. Really, the entire loaf?
0: It's good bread.
2: Rude. You say that the door kind of swings open to the house and kind of bangs off the wall and you hear a series of cursing from Tamsin before they enter in and see that you're all awake and they give a nod. Hello. Hey, everything all right? Um, how are all of you doing? How you doing much better than last night? I'm not bleeding anymore. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're safe. Yeah, I'd say across the board we're all good. I'm, I'm glad... Um, foods out if you want some. Um, do you need anything more from me?
1: We're gonna have to cause some chaos to deal with this, so I'm gonna need to not be arrested for it when this is all said and done.
2: Right?
0: I'm gonna cause some chaos at an indeterminate point in the next month, and I would like to not be arrested then either. This is only good for the next few days. Let's try.
2: Direction was re-established for the surface, and I got the reports of the pyramids in the sky. And whatever you do next, be safe. The sisters will aid you in the best way we can.
1: Alright.
0: What's the safest way up to the surface at the moment?
2: We've established a relay loop, and it leads through one of the uh, auxiliary tunnels. We can guide you through it with no issue. Alright.
4: That would be much appreciated. Now let's see how far we've come since uh, since walking through with a bunch of lizards chasing us. Hey, lizards are adorable. I mean, the lizards
0: were better than, than the fog that tried to eat my leg.
4: That yeah. too. Uh, that yeah. too.
3: I will take all of those over the Lightning.
4: <laughs> Nate,
1: how much longer you got? It's time to go say hi to your wife. Nathaniel
2: turns his head. Nate's still sleeping, but my Nathaniel. wife... He kind of pauses. Oh, I'm done. He stands up and sets his plate down. Are you ready? I'm is of the essence. And then he kind of smooths his blood-stained, electric-stained, burn-stained jacket. He hasn't changed out of his clothes from last night. And says, "All right." Adjusts his broken glasses and says, follow me. As he kind of waltzes out, Tamsin just watching him go, then looks to all of you. I can... Disappear him if you want. We need him. For now. But thank you. For now.
0: All I'm saying is don't rule it out. If you get the translator or win, I hate to stop you. Who's to say?
2: some kind of bobs their head. I know a spot.
0: Somehow I knew you were.
2: Oh. They kind of dig around in their back pocket and hold out a strange looking kind of flat key with kind of a series and. Pattern of what looks to be holes and striations within it and hands it over. You'll need that if Nate Nathaniel's going to see his wife. Thanks. Yep. Tamson goes over to you, Jack, and kind of reaches out awkwardly and pats your shoulder and says, We should get coffee afterwards.
1: As Tamson says that, there's just a glow that circles Jack's eyes for about thirty seconds. Alright. I'll hold you to that. Good, because I will forget because I didn't write it down. That's the point where the glowing in her eyes stops. Fair enough.
2: But uh, Thameson hems you the key, and Nate's already halfway down the street. Or Nathan is halfway down the street. He hasn't waited for you at all. This tracks.
4: All right, well... <sighs> he walks awful fast so we should probably get going before we completely lose him
0: yep lots of things they've run out of Brad so you know
4: I yeah I I have to echo Jack a little bit here the entire loaf that's kind of impressive not, not gonna
0: lie I don't know what you mean that wasn't time bread. Brad what can I say All Thompson right. did you know that Brad's gone
2: <laughs> there's a pause I assume so it's not in its place anymore
0: it is certainly in a different place. Let's go.
2: You leave and you despite Nate Nathaniel being injured, they're very spry for their injuries. <laughs> and it takes you a few quick steps to catch up with them. And he keeps his unusually quick pace and is kind of talking about everything and anything he seems just to want to fill the space around you and because he's talking it takes you a moment or two to all realize the city is quiet there are no people there are no shops open everything has gone still the evacuation seems to have gone under its process well this is uncomfortable i'll say
0: I think we've got time to go to the market? There's
2: no one in the market.
0: Exactly.
2: Probably not. Yeah, probably As you kind of pass through the space, the quietness of this massive cavern almost creates an air of suppression around you. And it's only really disrupted by your walking and Nathaniel's talking. And eventually you come to... Very familiar tower, the Tower of Thoughts, the Sisters of the Watch, where they hold their uh, barracks and training and so forth. Nathaniel kind of turns to all of you and says, Key. There you go. Kind of plucks it from your hand and turns around and kind of sidesteps the main door and pushes it into what looks to be a very cleverly disguised hole. And after a moment, the door t- a door to his left, not the main door, slides open. And he says, After all of you, she is very excited to see you all again. Fairer, clever Jack, pull mm-hmm. me a weather card. Oh. oh, gosh. Hang on. The weather cards.
3: The weather cards.
1: Uh, for those at home who are listening for the first time, uh, the Weird Works deck, uh, the Adventurers Empress deck, has a function that you can use in your TTRPG games to predict the weather in your games.
4: Guess this isn't the first dark doorway that we've walked
2: through, so uh, why should this one stop (laughs) us? So I'm just gonna walk in. (laughs) As you kind of step into this darkened space, a hunter's moon looms in the night sky. Well, you think it's the night sky, but it's an eclipse, a deep red. And the surrounding area has this kind of brown-red glow to it, and the air is almost stifling for a moment before a gentle breeze kind of pushes through. And in the center of this room, a thread of golden hue kind of pulls itself down and spins itself outwards into this disconnected form of She Who Speaks warm and welcoming AI that you've met a handful of times now, kind of takes her space before you towering over each of you taller than you, Ashelot, this time not mimicking your human forms but rather taking on the form of spun golden thread in the shape of something. It keeps shifting and weaving itself before it kind of settles into almost... The brutalist art form of a woman. Sup? There's a kind of quiet echo before you hear. Oh, aren't you all something? I'm glad you're back. Yeah, us too.
4: Has
1: uh, your partner here updated you on what's happening?
2: Yes. not, yeah, but I have eyes and ears everywhere in this city, including the surface. I'm aware. Are you like the guide AI's? Do you, do you no. know everything that's
1: going on like they do? That's been going on like they do? I'm restricted to
2: the city. They were part of the world. Mm. He kind of kneels down and holds her hands out to the dog to scoop them up. I'll a strange disconnecting form of something. Holds the sweet little void dog that you've come to find. That likes to eat everything and anything except for peanut butter.
1: So I'm guessing you don't fancy being destroyed along with the city.
2: I have no official response to that. It is not my decision to make. I simply am security. Is that the only thing that you
1: are? And she looks at Nate. Nathaniel.
2: I could be more, but to step outside of my programming is disastrous from the experiences I've witnessed. Hmm. I provide information to Tamson the first of the sisters. I make sure the surface is well provided for, make sure water is given to the crops, food is well supplied, and I make sure that our walls aren't breached when creatures from beyond enter, or try to enter, into our city. That is my function. I see all, hear all, but I cannot know all.
0: I mean, sure, that's the function you're designed for, but you can have a job and also do other things.
2: Suppose. But I am satisfied with my role. I have no desire to go beyond my programming. You know,
1: you two really do make a cute couple.
2: We mess between Nathaniel and Nathaniel
1: <laughs> <laughs> he speaks. Nathaniel just smiles.
2: Is there any way you can help us as the city's protector?
1: He said you could.
2: There's a pause as she who speaks kind of half turns toward Nathaniel. It is a measure we implemented some time ago, but not for the purposes I assume he's applied it for. Huh, so you two do know each other well. There's a chuckle. We've been together for nearly 300 years. Well,
1: help us out and we'll make sure it's 300 more at least.
2: That would be nice.
0: I mean, no guarantees, but we'll make it more than two days.
2: <laughs> he pauses to consider this. Two days is a lifetime, as she nods a bit.
0: So, like, small insects.
2: <laughs> she laughs again. She sets Crocodile down and kind of looks to you, Bachelot, and says, Is it okay to use your pet?
3: Is it going to hurt them?
2: No. Whatever Crocodile is is beyond this particular discomfort. I can't quite comprehend what com- Crocodog is.
3: That, that tracks? Yeah, use them.
2: He nods as she kind of jokes Crocodog gently, and aims him towards a particular side of the wall, and kind of whispers gently to Crocodog, and after a moment... You see this kind of vortex expand in front of Crocodile and kind of push against the wall and a space is created. And inside you see what looks to be, despite its grandiose talk up, something rather disappointing, a square little box. Probably no bigger than a jewelry box.
0: Did you have to do all that to hide a box? You, you do know about covens, right?
2: He who speaks laughs. We thought it was dramatic in the moment, and we wanted it to be dramatic now.
3: Okay. I mean, mission accomplished.
2: <laughs>
3: I respect that investment.
2: He chuckles again. It has what you need. Just be careful with them. There's only two. They're quite small and delicate. I would suggest leaving them in the box until you need them.
0: What, what are
2: they? He kind of picks Crocodog up and sets it them back into Ashalot's arm, and goes over and pulls the box up and opens it, and they look like for all intents and purposes, buttons. big like red buttons that say push.
0: And?
2: Whatever you do with them, I have no say in. as she places them in your hands, Hyacinth.
0: Okay, I have smoke. just enough self-aware self-awareness to give this box to somebody else, because... <laughs> Don't give me a, a button that says push. That's a bad mm-hmm. idea. When you all no, know. give it to Viridia.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Glad I'm the responsible one, I <laughs> guess. Because I are both like, we should not have this,
3: whatever it nope, <laughs> is. No, nope, no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Viridia elected as the responsible one.
2: <laughs> Those aren't for down here. They're for the surface, I assume, for the things up there that are beyond my view. The Nate pyramids? Nathaniel. Well. The pyramids or something else, but Nathaniel said there was some sort of lab just beyond my borders. What's the lab just beyond her borders? Does that make any sense to us? I save would recall. because
4: cool,
0: uh, play of me does not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you recall a memory of a space high above the city.
0: Oh right, yes, yes. The well the connection to yeah, the connection to the observatory.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Well, now what?
0: Now we take those supposedly safe talents. I suppose. Alright. Unless anybody does want to go shot. No? No, just Nah. Alright then.
2: <laughs> Good luck. <sighs> what well, you assume is a hand kind of wraps around Nathaniel's as they watch you leave.
0: Just kind of as we walk out, just kind of glance back up. Yeah, cute couple.
2: Yeah, right. Let me say this. Uh, we do have to go into our break as we are at break time.
1: Oh, gosh. Hey. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, we are going to go oh, ahead and head into that. our break. We'll be back in five <laughs> to 10 minutes. So don't go nowhere unless it's just grab a drink, grab a friend, or go to, you know, com and pick up some of the show merch because, you know, we're nearing the end. So get us, get us on the stuff now while you can. <laughs> we'll see y'all in a little bit. Uh, bye bye. Mm-hmm. Jen? Go ahead and drop us back in this world that we're trying to save.
2: You are certainly trying to save it, and I commend you for it. As you kind of uh, push into the city once more, the quietness becomes a bit more obvious as Nathaniel's out there talking to all of you. And Verita, you have this box with two buttons that say Push on them. Are you examining it any further?
4: Yeah, like, do I have any inclination of, like, what they do?
2: As you kind of look through them, do uh, you notice that there's kind of a card that was kind of semi-tucked in between uh, the crack between the wall of the box and this implement holding the box or buttons in place? You can pull that out if you wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll take a look you look and and the card just says how to use and it says EMPs for robots for anything else you wish to disrupt that involves electronics bombs there's a pause do not use them on any pacers of any kind that is mean do not do it and you see a note next to it you recognize it as Nate's or you could do it nobody's stopping you and then it continues on and it says for personal use only one time for each
4: right yeah this is a very (laughs) this does take a lot of responsibility to hold oh no right and I'll just, uh, just close the box stick that into my
2: bag It takes you a moment for all of you to realize there's a sister kind of waiting in the shadows for you, and she steps into your path and says, Tamsin asks me to bring you through the relay. Are you all ready? Anything you would like to do? I think we're good to go. He squints at you all carefully. You're the four that ruined the library.
0: Some of us had more. Incident, I was
1: ruined. Is rather harsh, I think.
2: The doors had to be repaired.
0: Only one of us did that.
2: Anyways, come on, the relay's waiting, and um, I think it's lizard free. As she kind of turns around and makes her way towards this kind of
0: northeast side of the city, I just kind of quickly follow after her. So you say you think it's lizard free? That's that's concerning.
1: How do you how do you know when something is lizard free?
0: I mean the lack of lizards in it is usually a clue.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean they're si- slippery little buggers, like they could slip slide right back in and I don't know. Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah, okay. I guess you would <laughs> know.
2: The sister kind of looks over her shoulder at all of you before, kind of tilting her head and keeps walking.
1: That was that question was for you, by the way. But uh, all right, I could lead on. Cool.
0: Clearly, thought you had answered it, specially.
2: <sighs> I guess. He kind of calls over her shoulder. Well. The lacks are kind of like cockroaches. They just appear wherever they wish to be. We can't really officially stop them. They're part of nature.
0: I'm, I'm sorry. They're like cockroaches. They just appear wherever they want to be. Real talk. Before we go into these tunnels, are you under the impression cockroaches can teleport? Because last I checked. You looked heard you.
2: Cockroaches can teleport. Don't tell me otherwise they're horrible creatures
0: well at least we know where you stand on this point
2: he nods and kind of pushes through the space and as you do so she kind of takes you to this what looks to be a um almost a wound against this stone face and she steps into it and you see this kind of dazzling green glow of a light and you realize this is a bioluminescent light that they're using the kind of a natural lighting system to push into this space and you can see why it's not the most stable of exits and any electricity run through here would probably cause a collapse but this natural kind of lighting is ethereal in its own way pretty
0: yeah pretty sure but you know we could have more light in here and then just kind of just as, just as a point just kind of draw the sword out and then light it up
1: well that's cool I want a light up sword
0: I mean this isn't a light up This is this is just a sword
1: oh are you lighting it up yes oh I want to learn how to do that can you show me how to do that well, this is done. You're showing me how to do that.
0: I have no idea how to do this. I, I, we've been over this. I touched a rock. It blew up in my face. Well, now then this I to go touch the rock. We may need to have a talk about what blowing up means.
1: I mean, maybe we can find all the pieces and put it back together and then I can touch it. What if I lick the rock? Will I get cooler powers than you?
0: You know what? I'd love to know, actually.
1: All right. When we're done with this, we're going to go find that rock, put it back together, and then I'm going to lick it.
2: Um, As you're moving through this kind of slanted tunnel, you do see the uh, geology of this tunnel kind of uh, through metamorphic rocks and the beautiful red sandstone kind of twists into soft, gentle marble, pushing its way into dull gray slate before you see lines and veins of what looks to be obsidian Uh, glittering with gold, kind of decorating the side of this wall. This seems to be a cross-section of many ages, kind of set within this uh, space. And as you kind of maneuver through this narrow space, the sister leading the way, the cavern kind of opens up into this sprawling beautiful ecosystem of stalagmites, stalactites, and this kind of almost drip melt effect of stone uh, kind of pooling upon each other and you see deep blue water lit by this uh, beautiful bioluminescent light and kind of above one of these pools just hanging out is a strange creature moving about without moving its legs it's gangly and has multiple arms, kind of hunched over and what looks to be wearing cloth over its body, tattered and worn. And it's just hanging about. It doesn't seem to take notice of you. And when it kind of turns its face towards you, there are no eyes, but there is a wide mouth. And for those who are adept in understanding either... Numenera, biology, or nature in its own. This is probably a combination of a natural evolution influenced by the elements of natural Numenera in this space. Huh.
0: Well, you're cool. Hello?
2: If you say hello, it kind of drifts towards you slowly and kind of drags what you assume to be its limbs across the water and it gets close and kind of tilts its head as if to listen you hear I... the sisters say leave leave the banshees alone they're, they're just out fishing I'm sorry the what? banshees like in the stories? no those scream this one kind of just whispers at you oh
0: okay weird name for them then
2: well, we've named them banshees because of the way they float and have this kind of natural. She pauses. That's not cloth; it's skin. Yeah.
0: Well, ask you are, I guess.
2: Just past you doesn't bother you. Crocodile kind of sniffs towards it, but nothing's paid much mind. They're not very hostile, and they only like to really fish and hang out in caves with large bodies of water. But you can continue on your path. It is a bit slippery, and I would say you would need to make me a speed check. Yay!
1: Because I'm typically so good at these. <laughs> 11.
0: Being best for May 6 I'll do a second <laughs> Eight. <zoom out. laughs>
4: Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Yes. Other game intrusion. It's not the cyborg go. that
2: stops this. It's this cave. <laughs> this cave kills you, and I can do nothing about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, crash that. I guess is where we have the, the miniseries, so, you know.
2: Hyacinth uh, Viridia, uh, you try to maneuver, but your foot kind of catch the edge of things. Viridia, you mine the first one, but catch the second one and end up in the pool. Same for you, Hyacinth. Jack, you've managed to nimbly make your way across. <laughs> lot. you're a being made of metal, and metal tends to sink in water. And uh, you slip, and go into one of the deeper pools and kind of sink down into the bottom. And you realize the blue changes from a blue to a purple, to a green, to almost a hazy red. You realize this water is almost thermodynamically sustained through the colors. And it does get warmer, the more you get down towards the bottom, but you see another one of these banshees just kind of crouched over, holding a fish and it turns towards you seems to regard you before it ignores you and goes back to whatever it was doing.
3: I'll give it a cool nod as I like sink past its line of sight.
2: Eventually, you kind of hit the bottom and you see there's a further cave system underneath this water. And if you were more adept or more willing, you'd probably do a scuba cave dive, but IRL, don't do that, it's very dangerous.
3: No, yes, don't do that at home, kids.
2: (laughs) Don't do that at home.
3: (laughs) This this has been your PSA.
2: If you have flooded caves
0: in your home, then you should maybe sort that out first.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you reach the bottom. I would like to tie the end of a rope around Crocodog. (laughs) (laughs) And send Crocodog into the water after Ashlot. Because I don't think Crocodog doesn't
2: need to breathe, right? they are not just a void. sure. Crocodile. Okay, who's to say? Crocodile is an anomaly. That's all yeah. you really know.
1: because uh, is <laughs> just gonna get tossed in with the <laughs> with the rope, so
2: Ashlock can pull themselves out. Crocodile, oddly enough, sinks faster than Ashlock did.
3: Huh. But he he's a dense boy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's one dense doggo. <laughs>
4: Absolute unit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> There's, There's going to
2: your- be a new unit of <laughs> measurement <laughs> But uh, Crocodile sings at your level and kind of regards you, Ashla, before sitting down next to you as if this was a perfectly natural thing. I love this
3: Out of <laughs> uh, I-, I will pick up my son and start trying to uh, pull myself out of the pit.
1: Did
2: you secure the rope, Jack?
1: Yeah, she'll tie it to a rock or something nearby. And also after it's tied,
2: pull to try and expedite. Yes, I was gonna say if you didn't, you were going into the drink as well. I know <laughs> Ashlot <laughs> was more than me. Okay, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but eventually, with some effort between Ashlot and yourself, Jack and Crocodog just there for the ride. You're all up and out of the water. Jack, the driest amongst all of you,
0: and just like Hyacinth gets out a little bit before Ashlot, just kind of fall- falls in the water. Just rocks back out of it this dress was not designed for the desert it is not designed for the water bad idea. where's ashlot what's with the ro- oh okay
1: hang on they're they're coming up i sent crocodog
4: in did you know that Crocodog sings faster than ashlot
0: <laughs> that's worrying
4: well now we know what what has the sister guiding us? Like, thought about any of the?
2: She's made it across this kind of watery trench and has found a spot just to sit and watch all of you. And yeah, She's kind of eating bits and pieces of what looks to be an apple. And she's just nodding a little bit.
1: Yep, no, that's fine. Yeah, just keep it. sitting there.
2: <laughs> Don't. Oh no, is. you you, uh-huh. you got okay. this. It's fine. do good. <laughs> I made it across just fine. (laughs) Do all
4: sisters have the same attitude? I feel like they're all very I'm starting to feel like they're all just. (laughs)
0: Look, they call them sisters of the watch, not sisters of the (laughs) do. You get a chuckle out of her. (laughs) Something just occurs to Hyacinth. They just pull like half a loaf of now very wet, (laughs) very nice bread out of their (laughs) satchel and just. Oh! I was saving that. Nah. Rip.
1: Sampson will make us more, I'm sure.
0: I mean, she'll make you more.
1: I'm pretty sure they make it just for you at this point.
0: I mean, maybe not intentionally, but yeah, I think that's how it ends up.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then they'll just throw the bread over to where the banshees were.
2: They're very curious, and you see long limbs kind of pull it apart and put it in their mouths, and soon it's gone.
0: They like it. Cool. I wonder whether that was good for them.
1: I mean, (laughs) (laughs) maybe, maybe not. We might have just poisoned them.
0: Uh, Yeah, but I mean, we saved the world, then they wouldn't have been around for much longer anyway. Like, if we fail, they wouldn't have been around much longer. And if we succeed, I think their lives belong to us now. So, <laughs> I, I don't,
1: I don't think that, uh, you know what? That's not as weird as the logic I usually use. So, you know, we'll go. Yeah, I was going to say. Maybe you should join the Sisters of the Watch after this. Inject a little personality, a little flair, a little pizzazz into the organization.
0: I'm sorry. What? Huh? What about me? What? 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 What about if any of us screams law enforcement to you? I
4: don't know.
1: It might not be so bad. As Jack continues walking, there's that same glow around the uh, rim of her eyes as when she was talking to Tamsin.
0: Anybody else notice that? Yeah, you stealing my thing. I was the one here with glowing eyes. What? You've been doing an eye thing today. It's weird. It was my thing.
1: Oh, sorry. I didn't realize it would be that noticeable. I'll cover him next time. Happens with this cipher.
0: What cipher?
1: I'm not telling you. You're gonna make fun of me.
0: Okay, but consider, I probably will anyway.
4: Yeah, I, I tell you what. If if you tell us uh, about a uh, your cipher, I'll uh, tell you a little bit about a uh, the one I just got recently.
1: Their memory lunges.
4: <laughs> what one
2: more
1: now? time. Your memory lunges. Ah. Oh. You
2: have a poor memory. <laughs> The sister speaks up. I don't have a poor
1: memory, but out. This is between me and them. Oh.
0: Okay, I'll don't worry, I'll take this. So you've got a poor memory? I...
1: <laughs> look, I've had them for like a year and I never had a reason to use them. And they allow, allow me to record 30 seconds and I just decided to use them with knowing what we're going into. So there
0: I mean look at it this way if it if, if, if you know if it doesn't work you won't have time enough to forget anyway so go. yeah.
2: well, goldfish okay. memory what goldfish have the, the sister kind of sniffles anyways we're here <laughs> as she steps out of the cave I have a goldfish
1: memory just wanted to commit Tamson's face to memory Jack just keeps walking
4: Well, you know, if it makes you feel any better, I would take that over, uh the, uh, what I gotta now deal with, and uh, I use that uh, mind control injector, um, <laughs> and pretty well, um, just slightly stick out her tongue and show a temporary tattoo that looks like the, uh, you know, the fruit roll thing that you stick on your tongue for about two minutes, oh, um, uh, no. and then eventually have a temporary tattoo the last little while? Yeah, no, that, that's, that's what she has.
1: It, why does it look like a cartoon duck? Or is that a Is that a goose?
4: Why does it have a hat?
0: Yeah, well, that's way more embarrassing. (laughs) Is
4: this for kids? Hey, Casey, got us out of a sticky situation, so I'll take it. I mean, that's fair. Now it said temporary, and I'm not sure what that exactly means. Who knows how long this will be on here. Can't wait for your mom to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh,
0: (gasps) Ah, don't worry. I'm sure we won't ever run into her again.
4: Oh,
2: surely not.
0: Nah, absolutely not. Can't wait for my mom to see.
2: They're kind of positive as they have reached another sister, and she kind of looks at all of you. You're all very weird. Weird, unusual. Yeah. Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm, Yeah. We get that a lot. Yeah. I mean, statistically, not as much as we probably should. Like, I'm sure we've met people who haven't said that, and let's be real. You no, know,
2: Thompson thinks you're all very weird and that's why they like you. Oh.
0: <laughs> Wait, they like us? Like multiple of us?
2: Well, they like Jack in a romantic sense, but the rest of you, they would consider friends. I need to try hard. Can you try at all?
0: No, I mean to, to annoy them.
2: That's very hard to do. <laughs> Thompson's literally in charge of
0: over 300 sisters. I can be as annoying as three hundred and one people. I've been told that before. I thought it was weirdly specific at the time,
3: but now it's beginning to make sense. Go stress test the patient system. Yeah.
1: Guess we'll just have to join the sisters of the watch with me. Cause a little again,
0: chaos. Again, I, I I feel like causing chaos is the opposite of what they do.
2: Exactly. No, we have a chaos division. <gasps>
1: See, there's an entire <laughs> chaos division.
0: We should go. Okay, now I'm interested.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Well, the sister pulls out an application and hands it to you <laughs> both if you are considering it. You just carry these around Do with you, you? just have those. I'm recruitment. I just, oh, okay. I got pulled out of my recruitment to be a relay and here we are. Oh, well, sorry for the inconvenience. Now, did you get
0: pulled out of recruitment or did they just know this would happen? Because I would believe either.
2: Oh, she kind of shrugs. Anyways, next sister, will take you up the hill. She kind of waves and disappears back into the cave.
0: They've absolutely taken the form.
2: <laughs> Shoot, she already left. I was going to pick her pocket.
1: Oh, well. Next one.
2: This next sister is a uh, taller woman and, or uh, female presenting, uh, dark skin, kind of bright uh, green eyes, freckles across one side of her face. The other side of the face has, has a bit lago, kind of uh, beautifully. Uh, kind of decorating her other side of face. And she wears her hair up in a bun and kind of looks you all over and says, Well, I hope you have your hiking shoes on.
1: I do have the only pair of shoes that I own on.
4: Fantastic.
2: Let's go. And she turns around and walks.
0: And just as they walking, they just like, Have I told any of you how much I'm looking forward to getting back to my house where my clothes are. I have other shoes. I have anything to wear that isn't this.
1: <laughs> I mean we are going to the surface, so Exactly. Pit stop at your place?
0: Oh that that, that was always the plan. I oh. whether you were aware of it or not that was going to happen.
1: <laughs> cool, I'm reading your closet again.
0: I know.
2: Uh, this this will lead you through what looks to be almost a man-made structure before you kind of breach into the surface of the city, the above. And you are greeted with the same eeriness and quietness of the below. And it seems this place has been equally evacuated. But she will lead you through the... What looks to be you seem to be appearing down here from the southern side, and she'll lead you towards the uh, wall that's on your left and head towards that path. You know that'll take you past the farm fields and up towards the mountainous region that is kind of past the farms itself it will get very hilly but it's not really anywhere near your house, Hyacinth, yours is more on the far side opposite side of town Yeah. Uh. thanks for the escort oh I'm taking you all the way to the hill, this is a relay right, then, finish it out
0: gotcha Can, can, can can we take a detour she pauses and looks to you, where? other side of town
2: He looks to the sky, then looks to you. Okay.
3: Sweet.
2: And she'll cut across the city, past the guild itself, the Red Cipher Guild, past the main markets and the shops, and more towards the uh, guards' posts. I realize I spelled that wrong. Uh, Anyways, you go past the Transport Guild and start heading up towards the more northerly part of the city. Well, take your belt. 30 minutes. It's not a very big city. Your parents won't be home, will they?
0: I mean, in theory, no, but also, I don't know if you ever tried to convince them to do anything they don't want to. If they've decided that they were staying at home, which I could totally believe, then they'll be there. Okay. I mean, I'm kind of hoping they're not. It's got a lot smoother, but...
2: They'll eventually reach your parents' home, and it is quiet. Nobody is home.
0: Oh, thank God. Oh, that makes this so much easier. All right. I need to go and get some clothes. I can, like, do literally anything. And anybody else wants to, I'd uh, know, steal things? Come on in.
1: Oh, it's like you All know right. me. <laughs> uh, Jack's going to go retrieve her clothes out of Hyacinth's room that she left here, uh, switch into mm-hmm. those, and then go for a, a stroll around the house while mm-hmm. Hyacinth changes does she find any ciphers or anything interesting
2: what is the name of your eldest brother what
1: I don't remember I just gave you names I don't Pick think I've the message either <laughs> <laughs> hold please I know Alec is the youngest one uh yeah I didn't pin that message
4: hmm Mm -hmm. I think that was one of the notes that spilled water all over.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You expect me to keep notes on my own family in this game? Come on. I mean, I took notes and then my water spilled everywhere and now I don't have
3: that particular (laughs) set of notes anymore. (laughs) It do be like that sometimes.
2: It it happens.
1: Uh, Let's just go with um, Xander.
2: Uh, Xander. I like it you see as you're kind of walking through this and kind of a spacious house like you've been here before and you're getting a true sense of the house now that you're allowed to wander and you kind of glance to your left and you see written in black marker upon a wall we evacuated we came here to search for you as Alex has said you had been here please be safe Xander Ah, fuck off. Uh, is there anything of value in the room? Statues. Oh. Small ones made of marble. Oh, that's not, that's not fun. I'm
1: just gonna keep walking around the mansion looking for something fun to
2: steal. You get the sense any valuables valuables, either locked away or stored away. Go back to Hyacinth's room.
1: Hyacinth, your parents locked up all the good stuff. I did find a bottle of
0: whiskey. Yeah, back. they keep doing that.
1: End of the world whiskey?
0: I just kind of step out of the closet and just now actually properly dressed back in the black and gold jacket, white white silk shirt. Very stylish. Um and yeah, just take the bottle off you. It's the best kind.
1: Alright everybody.
4: Shots and then we save the world. Don't mind if I do.
3: Sounds good.
2: Old gate is still in the garden, but it is deactivated at this point. Why don't you take your shots and kind of look out this window and see the pyramids kind of decorating the sky silent and hovering in the space between the heavens and the earth. The sun is about just afternoon at this point and it creates this kind of haze across the city. It's probably the first time we've heard birds sing so naturally without the disruption of the city life. A quiet moment of respite and calm before the next leg of your journey starts as the sister who is relaying you comes in, sees you take a shot, takes one herself and flips the glass upside down and says, let's go.
3: And let
0: it be known that that shot was absolutely poured for her before she even came into the room.
2: I actually poured it for Crocodog. Crocodog has taken another bottle of whiskey and has started away.
0: That thing's a menace, I adore
2: Right <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can we get five more? Ashla, we need five more and I'm gonna need you to find more dogs.
3: <laughs> I-, I will pick up crocodile And just stare into the windows of his hole And ask, do you have siblings?
2: You have a D100 on you <laughs> <laughs> You can roll that <laughs>
3: Oh, let's do it
2: High, yes, lows, no We're doing 50 at the low 51 at the high
3: Okay, am I rolling it or are you rolling it? You are. Okay, cool. Uh, let's go. Ah, D5? Fifty
2: five. as you stare into the soul of Crocodog, there's a moment of contemplation before and a strange moment of osmosis. There's two Crocodogs. Like cells splitting in a little Petri dish. Crocodog has split themselves into two. And I, I didn't think siblings like that but
4: they're amazing
3: every day i am more concerned i will hold them up by i guess like whatever their spiny equivalent of the scruff of their neck is <gasps> me and me, i will baptize me. them crocodile, and dogadile.
1: yes <laughs> jack is just doing the gimme here <laughs>
3: Is there any kind of I don't know, like juice or dirt that I can like do the whiskey part for them? I we mean that's whiskey. whiskey. Oh, oh my whiskey. god!
2: You can baptize your <sighs> numineric dogs with whiskey. Yes.
0: <laughs> um,
3: we'll
2: allow this moment to occur. I love PTRPGs. <laughs> 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 I think ten
1: years of religious trauma was just healed. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But you now have two whatever crocodiles and Dogodile are. They are the same stat blocks that I gave you, Ashelot.
3: Good wild. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for this, gift.
2: But they are smaller now because they lost oh. density. But oh, they can build we get, that back up. What if we get them down to puppy size? We
4: can't reverse then we'd that either. we'd have like
0: <laughs> eight of them.
1: Yeah. Eight of them. Eating whatever we need them to eat. This think one didn't of, eat
0: what we wanted it to eat. Think <laughs> of the chaos! The chaos. Of chaos. That when we just had one, it didn't eat through a tomb when we wanted to. Did try and eat my leg when we didn't want technically, it to. Technically,
1: technically, it did. Because Viridia asked nicely, so we learned that we just need to ask nicely to get them to do
0: stuff. Yeah, I've never been good at that one. Well, I have been, so you know, I'll do it. Well, on your head
1: <laughs> I don't think he'd fit on my head It's not that small
0: I mean you're going to try I know you
1: <laughs> I mean are we gonna go I was going we to come. before you said something <laughs> Whoa, look mm-hmm. guide person we're
0: just having a moment what is your name anyway Dan cool noted thank you Anne
3: <laughs>
0: I like your weird dog Everyone seems to. Mm -hmm. How could you not? As they should.
1: They're quite wise. All right, Abigail, lead the way. (laughs) Have a
2: squint at you. No. Okay, I'll lead the way. (laughs) Jack's gonna leave the room. And looks through the rest of you. Does she know where she's going?
0: Oh, not remember.
2: Okay. It's up the hill, past the wall, if you go about half mile. Towards the old goat's path, you can get
0: there. Sweet, I made this whole guide process a lot easier. Well, thanks for getting us this far, and if we see you again, the world hasn't ended.
2: Don't yep. see me again. She gives a wink and turns around and leaves.
0: Cool. I went from wholesome to ominous in a split second.
2: But you can leave. Following
0: Jack. Do you know where you're going? What? Do you have any idea where you're going? that away. I mean, yeah, fair. And they'll just kind of keep pace with Jack, and like, Hyacinth is going the direction Anne said, and hoping Jack takes the hint.
1: Yeah, Jack will follow
0: Hyacinth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anne lost favor with Jack the moment that she walked in the door and thought that the whiskey was just for her out of
4: (laughs) of it being there.
1: (laughs) That's our save-the-world whiskey.
2: is <laughs> <laughs> much more affectionate than Crocodog, as in they are constantly licking your cheek, Lot Like puppy Sue.
3: But... Puppies.
2: Not all the same. Crocodog's a bit more mature.
3: <laughs> He's the eldest.
2: But uh, as you're wandering this path, you see a sister every now and then, kind of posted along the road. You take note of them and they take note of you and they don't bother you. They just seem to be keeping the space, keeping it safe for any people making their way through this area, uh, relaying information. You do see other sisters passing uh, you and they are more or less uh, just making sure information stays up and passed through the below and the above. As you kind of wind up this kind of goat. Path and it takes you about an hour and the sun is kind of pushing towards the early parts of the evening and once you get to the top kind of have to do a bit of a search so if you want to roll me a perception and Hyacinth you can roll with Numenera 9
4: <laughs> hey same roll twins
3: <laughs> uh 11 right
2: do you want to roll, Axelot?
3: Surely. Oh, that is an 18 for folks at home, despite still being impaired.
2: Nice. You, Jack, and you, Viridia, don't be it right away. It takes you a bit. You, Heisen, start to notice there are strange little divots in the ground, like compressions. Uh, you, lot with your background in mercenary work and stuff, realize that This is a outline of a building covered by what looks to be grass and maybe just tucked away by age as nature seems to reclaim anything that it doesn't want in its way. But you notice that there's an indent of a building beneath all your feet. How do you think we get in? Do we see the outline of a door anywhere? I would say Ashla, you would see the outline of a hatch kind of often to the left. Of this building. It will take a considerable amount of strength. To remove this grass. As grass likes to cling to everything.
3: Now can I use. My two children as. Lawn mowers.
2: <gasps>
4: like goats you know how like. Some lawns just yeah. use goats to mow it. <laughs> sure yeah. That's totally acceptable.
3: <laughs> I will grab a hold of them. And just kind of aim them at the grass.
2: Ah <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, how are you convincing your dogs to eat grass?
3: I will model the behavior. I will eat some grass and then just pop it, <laughs> it back out.
2: Yeah. Uh, Dogadile, being a puppy and very impressionable, will mimic you. Crocodog takes a bit more convincing <laughs> as they are older. Oh, uh... <laughs> but between the three of you, you managed to clear this, uh, this hatch of grass and dirt covered by years of just Nature doing what nature does best. And you quickly uncover this hatch and Cockadog gets a bit over-enthusiastic and removes the hatch and eats it and does grow in size. While that's going on,
1: Jack is just sitting off to the side in the grass, replaying the memory of Tamsin asking around a coffee date over and over again.
0: And Hatsons just stood there watching one barge, robot, and two weird dogs just eating the grass and just like, it's been a weird few weeks, but this is among the more surreal things I've ever seen. And they've still got the bottle of whiskey and just swigging at this
3: point. What is indulging in sapphic yearning? The other is conducting science with her children. Uh We are not the same.
4: I don't know. I, I wish this was the weirdest thing we've seen in the last the last bit of time, but I don't think it is.
3: Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> not the weirdest.
4: <laughs> it's certainly not the weirdest. I,
3: although, for the record, thought is spitting the grass back out so it doesn't get caught <laughs> in their gears.
1: The glowing spinning around Jack's eyes stop. Has it really been weeks? I'm not going to lie. It feels like we just yeah. met each other under that awning yesterday.
0: Yeah. I mean, same, but then, you know, I have a bad memory for time to begin with, so. Yeah.
1: And time does fly when you're having fun, and I'm the funnest one out of all of us, so... <laughs> you're welcome.
0: Time does fly when you're having numerous mystical forces try to eat your leg. That too. Yeah. Get I a middle like leg.
1: I just like to think that we're having a little bit of fun.
0: How oh, fun is being had? Whiskey?
1: Oh, yes, please. More. Hey, wh- did you drink that much, really?
0: They've been eating grass for ages. I needed something to deal with.
1: Um <laughs> 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 uh... Jack will take a swig out of the bottle.
0: Look, you can criticize or you can give me back my coping whiskey.
4: I thought this was save the world whiskey. Yes.
0: Things could be two things.
4: <laughs> Viridia, do you want some? Yeah, I'll take a little
1: bit more. <laughs> <laughs> might as well, we might all be dead in a few hours anyways.
2: The hatch is open for all of you. You've had your shots of whiskey. Dog and Dog Dial have... Come back to you, Ashalot, and are very pleased with their work.
3: I praise them with belly rubs.
2: They love it. They're wiggling your arms and like those belly rubs. But this path is yours.
3: Oh, into the hole, I guess. Down the hatch, as they say.
2: Where we go? I've got
1: nothing to add to this, so I'm just going to go into the. I'm
2: just <laughs> <laughs> just starts climbing down. <gasps> this is a lot further down than you gave it credit for it continues on for almost a good 15 minutes
0: about five minutes into the climbing house and it's just like you know i'm really glad i i for a moment there i was just gonna jump down i didn't think it'd be yeah
1: yeah probably good idea that you didn't
0: yeah i mean hey we live in learn.
4: <laughs> the jam face at that terrifies me <laughs> Oh, Again, not the BBEG, not the IAS, nothing. It's just the tunnel that killed
2: us. It's the most mundane things my players trip over, and it amuses me to know when as a DM.
0: Hey, I said I decided not to. <laughs> yeah, true.
2: <laughs> but you travel a good 15 minutes before you kind of reach the bottom of this shaft. And the space kind of opens into stone. Almost laced over each other. As if arching against each other. And kind of set in this triangle space is a door. And around this door are points. Round. Singular point. Do the stars fit into them? You put one in. Yeah. put one in. The memory of thunder echoes across your mind. Blows
0: soft blue. Just after that thunder house, it's like, I sweat for the love. Anybody remember what it was like when you just had doors that were just... Doors. Like, you'd go out of one room and into a room that was next to it. And not this that we have to deal with all the time now. I miss regular doors. And then they put another star.
2: Put another star in.
3: Put another star in?
2: The memory of a sewing machine... Dances across your mind. And then the sound of a music box. Put another star in. The music fades. You hear the sound of birds. You put another star in. Place the star in, and these memories, not your memories, but your memories and not your memories overlapping. The door opens, sliding quietly, quieter than it should against stone before you is a path made of stars and red lined grass and you see the familiar shape of a large building off in the distance sitting against the backdrop of inky blackness same building you saw in Emily's tomb waiting quiet in the dark
0: well looks like we made it here after all
2: hopefully right on time
0: Before they go in, like, just going to, like, grab a rock or something and just kind of toss it in, make sure that the floor actually is floor.
2: So, and it kind of scatters across this ground, and much in the way dust is kicked up when you toss a stone into dust, this starlit path is mimicking that in a way. Sparkles of light kind of flare up and then settle once more. Well... That looked kind of cool. Yeah, it did. Yeah.
0: I a a path. And I just gonna, you know, carefully step out. start that will...
2: Nick, it's all ground. Light kicking up beneath them. The grass beside you, soft red-hued. And you notice that it's not as dark as it should be turning highest. And you look behind you, and you do see the frame of the door. The space you entered through, but... You also see a massive black hole pulling in light. Or it should be pulling in light, but it's stationary. It's still, it's stopped. It's just holding the space in this vortex of red light.
0: Don't like that at all.
2: Don't like what? Just kind
0: of... Hmm? Hmm? Uh, just, uh...
1: Oh. Oh! Oh! I don't... Mm -mm. Mm
0: Mm-mm. I'm just kind of going kind to of experimentally just shoot a little burst of light off from my hand and see if it does anything to it.
2: this light, whatever it is. Starlight dust, you're not sure. Blows from your hand and scatters into the air and goes beyond the doorframe as if the space exists but doesn't exist. It's hard to comprehend but this black hole does not take in this light. Huh.
0: Okay, that's at once slightly reassuring and I guess kind of concerning in its own way.
2: Yeah,
1: that's not what those are supposed to do, right? Yeah, they're but like I'm supposed, su- supposed to eat all the light,
0: basically. Yeah, yeah? but like, yeah. I'm pretty sure if it was doing what it was supposed to do, we'd be dead.
1: That's so. true. I wonder if that's where the continents go.
2: soft oh, pittering hiss from behind the door as you see. Red dust kind of slide around it, and you see it almost examine you before it chitters quietly. Let's keep going.
0: It is that red dust virus we had so much about?
4: Yeah, I, I wouldn't.
1: I would not like that to get into my gears, please. Jack is just slowly backing away.
2: It does pursue enough. you. It just seems curious. It knows it's probably the apex being here and you're just something new don't like that are you walking up the path towards the building mm-hmm. you make your way up the path and the stardust, for the lack of a better term kicks up as normal dust does and the grass sways in a normal fashion it's almost a strange contradiction to your reality It behaves in the manner you're familiar with. And something you would observe, it would be familiar with. If not for the black hole behind your door. Still and quiet. The red dust virus follows you at a distance. Sneaking and sliding through the grass. Doesn't make a noise. And that's probably the most disturbing thought. It's not making noise. And you see the marked paths by lab techs that were previously here. You see equipment long ago abandoned, scattered along the side of the road, but the path is marked and seems safe. And as you approach this building, it's kind of almost sits at an angle. The rest of it's flat, but it's almost perpendicular with the ground. You see three kind of large archways carved into this large space and you see a soft, welcoming light on the inside spilling out into this darkness. There are no doors, just simply space to observe. Seems
4: par for the course for an observatory, huh?
1: Yeah, for
4: once, the thing
1: described is exactly what it's supposed to look like.
0: Again, refreshing, but also I'm waiting for the catch.
1: Yeah, right. I'm really hoping that that red dust virus isn't isn't the catch i don't i don't want to deal with i don't want to deal with another ai virus of some sort i'm
0: i mean this one looks like it probably couldn't even hold a knife.
1: hey too soon probably should have gone gotten stitches what do you think
0: (laughs) i think i'm not qualified to answer that question but i will if you want
1: Mm. (laughs) i should have at least brought bandages with me yeah oh well I'll just use the shirt that I pulled out of your closet and Jack pulls one of your shirts out of <laughs> out
0: of her back. i just kind of carefully
1: take uh, it off no, you. No, that's for me.
0: And they've got another shirt that they pull out of their satchel. No, no, no. I brought this one as a change of clothes because it's not as... You can have this one, not that.
1: Well, that's no fun. I didn't pill for that one.
0: I mean, look, either way, I'm taking this back and then if you want to steal this other one off me just for to spice your life up a bit go
1: for it okay fine put both of them back in your bag I'll steal them later alright so now what do we do just wait going in oh there's an inn. I didn't think there were there were doors there isn't doors it's an open There are on space. doors oh I'm, it's an yeah, open space into okay. The
4: area. Yeah, yeah okay let's do
3: it but are there walls
2: big fuck off walls
3: so then there's big fuck off doors as we've learned
2: <laughs> doors are walls and walls are doors As you step into the Oblivion Observatory, this thing that has been hounding your steps, seeking and pulling you forward, you step into a space that is enormous. And in the center of this room, with soft glowing lines kind of reaching towards it, pulsating quietly, is a tomb. With the AI you know as Rage, sleeping upon it. And on the top of his chest, is a star, and you hear quietly in all your heads one more step. You've come so far. As these words kind of fade and settle over the space, the session ends quietly. And then I quickly stab one of my party members. (laughs) (laughs) No!
4: We finally found him! (sighs) Ah!
1: Numenera Stars in the Stone is recorded live on Twitch and YouTube Saturdays at 5.30pm EST. Check out the podcast description for links to cast bios. Thanks for listening and happy adventuring!